welcome to Welcome the Gun Show. I'm joined by Tarek. Hello, Charles, and thank you for listening. And Garrett. <laughs> hey, everybody. It was uh, an unusually pleasant greeting for Shaul, hmm. shall we say? Hmm. Has he done something right? Did he, did he buy a 7 by 64 Did he no, buy a Glock? He's too, he's too stupid to do that. Fuck you, Shaul. I was just trying to make him feel better. Ah, makes and sense. for a minute of this, this week's show, he'll he is feel, feel better. <laughs> and then fuck you, Shaul returns. And then, then he won't feel great about himself. Like a um, couple of admin things before we move into the show topic. Um, first one is obviously saying thank you to Zero Mike, uh, proud sponsor of the show. Get over to the website. Uh, there's still a little bit of time left for you guys to get some bullets. Not, not a lot of time to get some bullets for the, the uh, level four that's coming up. Um, obviously, we're saying thanks to uh, Gaz Company, DVC Technologies. Uh, he keeps uh, all our guns running with all the slippery stuff that we put on them. Um, thank you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hey. He also has some 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 exciting new products coming hopefully very soon. So keep an eye on that. Um, and then lastly on the on the admin side, uh, Andre from Guns at Work. Again, thank you very much for uh, getting the Welcome the Gun Show logo onto the EGPSA team shirt for the upcoming level four. We really appreciate it. Uh, great facility. Please support them. Um, fantastic place to go and train and they host some pretty damn good matches on the regular now for uh for egpsa you missed a very good shotgun match on the weekend yeah i'm sorry sick. about that uh, you should be but hopefully yeah. i don't miss a, a really good shotgun match this weekend well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm hearing good things yeah, as the last. It's looking good, yeah. Hopefully, he can put together a match. Awesome. We shall see what he's put together on uh, on Saturday. Looking forward to that. I just need to remember to take the uh, extended mag tube off my gun before I go, because my extended mag tube that makes starting with fourteen in the gun easy mm. is literally. The the cap that goes on the end to keep the spring in, it's literally that much too long. Are you <laughs> to <joking>? division legal. So <laughs> we need to try and find you a slightly uh shit. I had one of those um gel recoil pads that was slightly short. Oh no, I, I I I had to put a gel recoil pad on the gun to make it just barely not fit. <laughs> Oof. Uh, oh so. man. I might need to get Gaz to to after this match at some point machine that uh, that extension down for me just a just a little bit. To, we can uh, hook you up. Sweet, then we can uh, because I I don't need all the space that it provides. I just need a tiny little bit of space so I can squeeze around number fourteen in, and uh, without it I can't, and with it I can but not legally. So. Oh, not the not competition legally. Not there's no no law breaking here. <laughs> Just for the, the law of the king of the arrows. Yes, the law of the king of the arrows. He would not like this. And I've tried. I've measured this gun in like four different ways, so that when he shows up, I can argue with him to measure it the way that's the shortest. But none of them make it. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, oh, yes. You, yes. you may have um, the poodle dad mobile arrive at your house tomorrow sometime. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Gr grind, grind me. 
<laughs> and then when you finish grinding me, can you modify my shotgun back to the... <laughs> We'll have to Actually, be late in the afternoon. I, I might stop in for that. The grinding, not the, <laughs> not the shortening of the shotgun. <laughs> oh, that kind of grinding? You know what? I don't judge, nor do I king shame. Uh, like the coffee grinder, Gaz. Like the coffee oh, grinder. Okay. Is that what you <laughs> call so. it? That's what we call it. It's, I don't have a coffee grinder. It's groovy and high energy. Oh, no one, makes no worries. Now. I'll bring one. Oh, uh, <laughs> corn's living so, in the seventies. There's going to be bush G. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, <laughs> so we'd, we'd like to say thank you to everyone who has been completing the drill of the month. Um, it looks like there's been quite a few submissions. I'll get to them sometime next week to get them all organized into the right places in the group and uh, actually look through them and see what you guys have been up to. Um, like I say, thank you to the sponsors to zero Mike bullets. Obviously there's a, there's a thousand bullets up for grabs for whoever is the lucky winner. When the draw happens, uh, you can choose the caliber that you want and the weight that you want in that caliber flatback alpha who have thrown in a target stand and a swinger. And I believe the target stand is now not their older. I mean, not, I don't want to say older design, but their older design is not the one that they're including anymore. They're now including their new much smaller fold out legs, really funky, cool thing. Um, those are, those look pretty bloody awesome. So swinging and target stand from them. Thank you guys very much. Um, shooting stuff, uh, 15 minutes range time, target included use of a timer. If you need it to go and complete the uh, drill of the month, uh, and really low cost on that. Again, I can't remember what it was. And I don't want to misquote. So 50 bucks, 50 bucks. I'm so glad Gaz knows. Yes. Uh, and um, Michael, the five-yard roundup is traditionally done at five yards. I'm going to need the inside track here. Oh, did someone shoot at three? You know who you are. Whoops, Michael. Well, for the guys who are interested in the uh, in in the creator of the five-yard roundup, um, the Modern Samurai Project uh, podcast had him on. I don't know when that was, but I assume recently because I listened to it like in this week. But it might have been you know, two or three weeks ago when he had him on because I don't listen that often. He was also on the uh, On Duty, Off Duty podcast with Brian Eastridge, uh, which is a new one I found. It's often got DB on it, so I get all excited. Uh, oh, cool. A couple of weeks ago as well. Cool. I'll go look for that and uh, I'll see if I can link that and I'll link the, uh, the MSP one in the show notes too. That was a, a really... I enjoyed it. There's there's some really interesting things that are said in that podcast that I think is uh, is worthwhile to listen to, especially with uh, sort of reference to our what makes a good instructor, what is a good instructor, you know, how to identify a good instructor. Last week, um, they they touched on some of that stuff, which is quite cool. Um, and thank you to Rocksteady Gear and George. You should have bought Nexus Pro. Nexus Pro, George. You should have bought a Nexus Pro. Somewhere there's a dude in England going, that's all right, mate. Just another 51 times. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 61. Uh, oh, is it 61? Yeah. See, I don't keep that close track, <laughs> but I'm sure they are. George did tell me that his two um, 
memories of shooting the the league on Saturday, the two things that stuck out the most were the words Nexus Pro and Baschieri. <laughs> yeah, you should buy both of those. Yeah. Our buddies at Rocksteady Gear can hook you up with one of those. Mm. Um, they have they have all the things that you could need, including, and I learned this when I had some drinks with them on Tuesday. They have mag springs for your mag tubes for your shotguns. Um, those things are like hen's teeth at the moment. So if you need new mag springs and you probably need new mag springs, hit up Rocksteady Gear. Uh, last one before I forget, um, the amendment bill. We obviously still have the episode up if you need to share that with friends and family to get them to understand what's happening. Um, please make sure that you get your uh, objection submissions in before the 5th of July. So that's midnight on the 4th. Don't leave it that late, but that's when it closes after that. They won't count. So please get those in. Sorry, if you have commented, um, don't be afraid to comment on new information. Uh, One of the latest ones, as I understand it, is the the, um, study that was originally mentioned by various members of the ministry in... Uh, in the news media when uh, Goza's attorney did a, a Padja, um request for it. It turns out, it, by the sounds of things, there is no study. Um, yep. It was just internal policy documents. So don't be afraid to mention that. Um, the, the It would appear that the civilian secretariat has um, outstepped his mandate. So some interesting things. Um, I've read through some more of the act and, uh, I can't remember what I stumbled on the other day, but there was something else that I've made note of for a second letter from me that was like, what the hell are you people thinking? Um, but in doing so, I was on the uh, police secretariat's, um, website. Mm. Would you believe that? the people in charge of keeping you safe in this country would run a website that doesn't even have a valid security certificate because (laughs) that's how concerned we are about your safety. We like using things that are like not having a valid security certificate for a website went out of fashion in like the early two (laughs) thousands, which means they'll catch up sometime. I don't know in the 2050s. So, well, yeah, be sure to get your uh, your objections in. Don't don't let this opportunity pass. Um, there are a whole lot of petitions and things flying around. Put your names and things of the petitions, but please get your individual submissions in via email and uh, through Dear South Africa, I believe, is the the guys who are yeah. making sure that each submission is delivered individually. So even if you don't write a separate objection to their email address and then to Dear South Africa, and you just submit the same one, please do both. Um, so if one goes missing, at least there is a, a good trail. And like T has been saying in, in every so episode where we mentioned this, make sure that you CC some other email address where you can prove that the thing was actually sent out um, just in case uh, things mysteriously vanish. Guys, one, one last thing on that. I've, I've had the um, pleasure of spending a fair amount of time with some uh, quite serious legal minds in, in various fields with regards to this. If we can't make them see the light, um, if this unfortunately has to go to the courts, uh, and and you know we, we we truly hope that 
the powers that be can can be swayed with sort of logic and 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 facts and weird things like that. If this were to go to the courts, we are looking at a lot of zeros um, on those checks. A lot of zeros. So please, like more than six zeros, not figures, zeros. Um, so something else to consider is you need to start making money available in case it goes there. There's, there's a lot of organizations looking at fighting this um, if it comes to that. And as I say, you know, first prize is that the powers of B look at this and go, this is not what South Africa wants because it's quite obvious if you look at every poll, every organization has done, um, you know, it's been a landslide that this is not what people want. Um, but if this were to go to court and if this were to go the full hog, it's going to cost millions, not a million, millions. Um, so rather than buying yourself another piece of shitty gear to post on your Instagram or anything like that, um, you need to look at putting money towards this because it's, <laughs> there are going to be no more Instagram posts about how cool your guns are if this happens. Uh, so start trying to, trying to put money aside. Um, there are various organizations doing this. Don't necessarily just give money to the first organization that says give money. Try and find out what they're doing. Um, don't be scared to ask them, ask your organization. And if you're a member of an association or organization that hasn't come out and hasn't told you what their battle plan is, get hold of them and say, motherfuckers, what's going on? What are you doing? So whatever your organization is, and I don't know, uh, I don't know what all of them are doing, um, but if you're a member of the South African Association of XYZ and it's gun related and they haven't given you and they're not bombarding you with some sort of information and they haven't said, this is our plan. You need to get hold of them and go, what are you doing? You may find like with at least some organizations, they've been working really hard in the background and, and you may be about to find out what's going on. You may also find that they're sitting around either trying to throw someone else under the bus or hoping someone else is going to fix this. Um, and if your organization is doing either of those, it's time to tell them to get fucked and find a better organization. If this three, is a non-party political message. If, if three random dipshits on a podcast in South Africa have driven more people to the point of actually making submissions than your organization that you pay to do these things, there's a problem. So he said, get on to them. If you haven't, if you don't know what they're doing and they haven't come out in public state what they're doing, or at least state to the members, uh, make sure that you follow up with them and find out what the heck's going on. Cool stuff. Shall we? Uh, shall we roll into the uh, the topic for tonight, which is very apt, and we thank you, Garrett, for uh, for submitting this show topic idea. So, um, Gaz found out that we're shooting a shotgun nationals this weekend. And, You're doing what? Uh, yeah, we're shooting a shotgun nationals. Can you believe it? What? Where am I going? And with I don't know. Should hope maybe. So. so Based on the, the conversation we just had, um, Gaz realized that because Tarek and I are shooting and he's not, um, that there's probably been minimal preparation, um, if any, on the part of the guys who are going, who are on this podcast. So he would like us to talk about last minute match preparation and how you do that. 
because Gaz cares. And you know what we're going to do tomorrow, the day before the match, we will have had this conversation on the show and we'll have 24 hours to do all the stuff tomorrow. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah, exactly. And then by the time you listen to the show, you'll see how well it went. Yes, because the match will be done by then. I predict Cornet will have a top two finish in his division. (laughs) You know what? I think people who don't know what shotguns are can predict that I'll have a top two finish in my division. (laughs) I'm going to use this opportunity to rant just a little bit. Um, If you own a shotgun that is semi-automatic and you would like to shoot Ipsic, come shoot Ipsic. Shoot modified. Yeah. Jokes aside, and I've had this conversation with a couple of guys. Modified is an amazing division. Um, it really is. And at the moment it's getting short shrift because no one's shooting it. And and I say this respectfully, I'm I'm not being a dick. If you were gonna shoot fifty or sixty percent in standard, um, why not go shoot fifty or sixty percent in modified and help it be a division? Yep. Uh, you know, it it's not I, I I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not shooting modified because I'm I'm trying really hard to make a team. Um, but there's a whole lot of guys who aren't trying to make a team, and that's cool. Who are there to have a good time? So load your gun full. You don't have to have an optic. You don't have to have a compensator. Um, you just have to have a tube fed semi-automatic shotgun that you load by hand. That's under 1,320 millimeters long, um, and you can shoot modified and, with all and the bullets. With all the bullets or shells. And I keep talking to God, oh, no, 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 but I'm, I'm going to shoot standard for now until I can get an optic. Like, you don't. Jokes aside, if, if, if we could get 10 guys to shoot modified, and this is going to sound really weird, the guy who comes 10th is helping four people get national colors. Yep. Um, the guy who, get, who comes, and the guy who, who was going to come 17th in standard will, quite possibly come tense and modified. Um, so, yeah, stop, stop fucking around. Stop making excuses. It, it is an awesome division. Go play. Yeah, uh, it, it really is great fun. Um, there are some definite advantages to shooting mod, even if you don't have an optic on the gun. And I have shot some, some matches with my gun in mod with the optic removed. And honestly... The, the the difference is not as big as people think. Um, I would quite happily shoot mod without an optic if I hadn't already bought one. Like seriously, it it's not a that's not a determining factor for the gun being in mod. So come shoot. And it doesn't change anything for you if you're shooting standard anyway, because in standard you have to shoot iron sights in your no, ribs anyway. So oh, exactly. whatever makes no difference for you. You you'll perform the same. <clears throat> So, moving on from that, T-Bag, what have you done to prepare for this match? Um, I patterned some of my new ammo that arrived last week. It was very nice. Um, when did this patterning happen? Uh, Thursday, I think. Okay, so you're well ahead. So I'm, I'm, th- I patterned my back shot. You mean Thursday. last week, though? Because today is Thursday. I'm just making no, sure no, no, it wasn't this morning. Last, last week, Thursday. Um, then I moved house. Um, and then my, I, I have a secret weapon, and, and Steve Anderson would be proud of, of my secret weapon. My plan on Saturday morning when I drive to the range 
is to listen to some really fast, really heavy music. And that'll help me be faster and, and more aggressive at the match. I like that. And I know that it works because I've done that. In the absence of anything else, that's the best yeah. you can do. <laughs> Ask me how much dry fire I've done for this match. Uh, how much dry fire have you done for this match? Absolutely fuck all. So I, in my defense, I've done a little bit more prep than that. Just to mind a little bit, because I haven't, other than today, I haven't shot my shotgun since the last Nationals. Um, I haven't That's shot it. an ideal. Like I unwrapped my loader today the way it came out of the uh <laughs> out of the baggage when it came back from uh pe um, now had i shot the last two shotgun matches that have happened obviously that stuff would have happened a little bit sooner three uh, you mean three there was your match and jose's match wasn't there a club shoot i don't know i haven't seen you on the range in so long i barely oh, i don't you. know about the club it shoot. wasn't for this podcast i wouldn't know what you look like <clears throat> this is true this is true, but you'll see me on Saturday and Sunday. So oh, good. That's good. I mean, so, um, no goodie. So I spent some time unwrapping my Nexus, not Pro. Mm. Um, not Nexus I, Pro. I then like made sure Nexus. that I could grab, you know, four shells at a time off of it, um, which apparently I still can um, by some miracle. And then I was so lazy, I got someone else to pattern my shotgun for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you Lance I appreciate it yeah, you saved me a lot of effort dude <laughs> did you do it under the pretext of teaching him something uh, I don't know if I actually taught him something he'll need to like comment uh, on that I but I pretended to him anything. I said did you do it under the pretext yes of I did I did <laughs> Um, <laughs> what I taught him is that other people are lazy and sometimes they trick you into batting shotguns for you. <laughs> uh, and well, that's not all the prep that I've done for this match. I did sort out my shotgun ammo to make sure that I had my match ammo ready to back in the car. There's not, I mean, I suppose the other thing that, that I did to prepare for this match, we did talk about earlier, where I attempted to figure out if there was some way to measure a shotgun that it appears shorter. That's apparently, apparently sticking it in some bushes does not, in fact, make it shorter. So I don't know where that trimming the hedges thing comes from, where it makes it look. <laughs> trimming the hedges makes it look longer, you chop. No, I know, but I, I then put it in the hedges. To see if it would look shorter, it didn't. <laughs> Could have it was put it deeper. It was still wow. too long. Johan, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. I will take the extension off the gun unless you promise to measure it really poorly. Um, <laughs> but being the king of the arrows, I don't think that you'll do that. So I'll take it off the gun. That is um, assuming they're measuring. Oh, no, they measured in PE. Did they? Yeah. Uh, in PE, they showed up, well, not randomly, but he showed up like at some random time after I'd come off the stage and he's like, I need your gun. I need your gun. The reason there was your gun and your gun was there was only two of us who were shooting guns that were long enough to be measured. <laughs> the other two he, were shooting guns so short. Are you saying everyone in Modified had their gun measured? 
No, I'm saying two of the dudes shooting modified had their gun measured and dude three and four who were shooting the same gun had a gun that was so short, like I don't think he wasted his time measuring it. (laughs) You could tell from across the room that it wasn't going to be a problem. Um, Yeah, no, so they they did show up and they did measure it. Um, So I'm pretty sure they will again. Yeah, I would expect if Jan's involved, they will. Oh yeah, no, he's involved. Uh, I know they 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 definitely will come and, come and measure the guns. So if you do decide to change your registration to mod last minute, please make sure that they don't bump you to open. Because that'll give us some excitement because we have someone else in mod and then some tears because you got bumped to open. So <laughs> well, I suppose what what happens if your gun doesn't make the measurement for mod? Because open has the same measurement. You shoot for no school. It's like not making power factor. Yeah. yeah, definitely don't do that. Yeah, it's it's like if you if you accidentally have eleven rounds in your box gun magazine. Yeah, but nice they, they can't bump you to open. Yeah. From open. <laughs> so, yeah. Don't do like, that. Please don't I do that. I suppose if you were shooting a pistol match and you shot production and used a happy stick in your Glock, um, they can't bump you to open either. Yes. Your mag's too long. Your mag's too long. No, there's no mag length limit in production. But if they're yeah, but if to open, you've been oh, shooting yes. with a mag that's too long. <clears throat> Sorry, yes, now I understand. Yeah, now you can't yes. shoot in open with that magazine, yeah. Try I mean, that, that would be an interesting no, one trying. to ask uh, Johan about. Johan, remind us to ask you about that. In about six weeks, we're going to get a message from Johan going, yeah, no, I, I remind you to, like, I finally listened to the episode. and uh, Yeah. We'll be <laughs> like, what? What? <laughs> So I, I have at least shot two shotgun matches. Yeah, so you're overprepared. What's your problem? Yeah, I shot one. I'm overprepared. Um, very good match. Well done, Spartan. Uh, and then I shot my match. I must say, shooting the Spartan match, the best thing was getting to a match where I hadn't designed a stage, hadn't built a stage, hadn't done anything except given them 300 rand and driven through and gone, I'm going to shoot my gun now. It was mine. <laughs> Yeah, that, those are the best kind of matches. Yeah, um, that's a good feeling, that. Because, yeah, the the whole, I'm walking in here, I know nothing about this thing, this is great, uh, is pretty awesome. So, uh, you obviously didn't zero your gun T, because it's not uh, like you're going to take it to the gunsmith to get the barrel bent. I, know uh, what I did today, so I, I, I did shoot a little bit today. I shot some bird shots to try and unfuck my loads. And I shot some slugs at like 23 meters because that's how far I could get away to see where they shoot with that choke tube. And then I considered changing choke tubes um, to see if that would make a difference. And then I was too lazy to look for a choke tube key. So I just decided I'm just going to run the same choke tube and aim slightly low if the target's past 20 meters. That seems sensible to me. Hmm. It really does because all that changing of chokes is annoying. Um, uh, like I, if you don't uh, have to, don't do it. I spent all this money on chokes. I use one. That's awesome because I at the moment have to use three because the buck pattern's best with mod. The well, slug just shoot best with full, and uh, well, the buck that I'm mm. shooting at the moment, not probably the next set of buck will not have that. If 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 you come visit a friend of mm. yours tomorrow, which for the our listeners is last week Friday. He can get you hooked up with some of the eight pellet stuff and you can test it on the range 
where he works quickly before the match. I'm going to try and do that. And it's a lovely light gray color. So there's no way you're going to confuse it with anything else. Awesome. So what you're saying is the buckshot's lead. That's why it's a light gray color. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Gaz, you're welcome. Did I tell you that you've recently been fired from Welcome to the Gun Show? Um, You didn't even know he was hired. (laughs) (laughs) We will pay you the next six months salary in advance. Um, Yeah, all all zero of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or zero. Um, yeah, no, so no, you've, you've at least shot some stuff, which is good. Vaguely, yes. But I also moved house, so yes. So I have a question on that before we ask Gaz what he thinks we should be doing that we haven't done yet. Have you kept all your shotgun paraphernalia to one side during the move? So that you're not unpacking 600 boxes Saturday morning <laughs> to try and find your missing option three loader. It's all at work except for what couldn't I find? My choke tube key. Um, I have one of those as long as we, uh, I don't know if mine fits your gun though. It will, but uh, I have everything else actually. Mm. I put it all one side because the day, the Saturday before I moved, I shot a match. And then on Monday, I moved. Okay, so that saved you. Because otherwise, you might be unpacking 600 boxes on uh, Saturday morning to try and or find them. Or just not missing. shooting shotgun nationals. <laughs> or that. Going, they're going to move the world shoot anyway. Fuck it. Um, no, I uh, I have all my shotgun stuff. Um, it's all at work. My shotguns awesome. at work. My ammo's at work. Awesome. Well, that's good. And at least it's separate, just, which is good. So, yeah. So, Mr. Evans, what do you you think we're supposed to be doing last-minute prep-wise? He's going to say dry fire and visualize and shit. (laughs) Tarek pretty much hit the nail on the head. Okay, so the first thing that I want to do is wish everybody shooting the Stratkan Nationals this weekend good luck. I hope everybody has fun, seeing as I can't come see it. Yeah, fuck. And that everyone Um, who isn't us comes second or below. Well, yes. Thank you. Because you Sorry, always I had come to first, do, right? I had to do maths again. Cornea <laughs> oh. and I need to finish in the top one. <laughs> Everyone else needs to finish in the top two. Yes. I like that. That sounds like good maths. <laughs> Some of us have more than two people in our division. <laughs> <laughs> I could also have more than two people in my division if motherfuckers would come shoot. <laughs> Go shoot modified. Yes. Um, Maybe that should be a requirement to be in the club, guess. Yeah, but then I can't be a club member. Are you a club member? Have you ever given the the show five stars? Yes. Have Have you? you? No. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't even given the show five stars. Because I'm honest. I mean, I gave gave the show one star as Andy. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't. That's not me. That's terrible. So dry okay, so, fire and uh, visualization. Yeah, you pretty much, at this point, you want to have all of your equipment working, which you guys have already done. You know, your, your guns. Well, apart from that, 
you guys know where they pattern, you know what your ammo is going to do at this point in time, which is an important part. Um, over and above that, it's last minute dry fire, quite a bit of visualizing. Um, with it being two or three days before the match, we should already be hydrating and okay. making sure that our nutrition is... No, touche. Touche. I have the, I have the Scottish energy drink. We are hydrating. I've got an American energy drink. Um, the Scottish added, which I can't pronounce, is excellent. You, you know, this Scottish. is a really good one because it's got a, an American eagle on it. Like uh, bald eagles are, huh. bald eagles are famously known for power. Exactly. Look, look at all the the nutrients in that color. There's <laughs> no nutrients color. in water because it's clear. I but like exactly. It. This has this has nutrients. That's why it's got that. Lovely but how can water be good color. for you? It doesn't taste like anything. And fish fuck in it. Well, that too. <laughs> okay, so but over and above those things, we want to be making sure that we've got all our gear out and that it's all ready and our ammo is loaded if we have to load it. Otherwise, we have to make sure we've got all the various different types of shotgun ammo we'd need at a shotgun match, which is three types, I think. Yes. Well, you could have more if you wanted. If okay, you minimum of three types. If Gaz shot shotgun, he would have like three different types of bird shot. Oh, is it? Change. Gaz, you, if you were a shotgun shooter, you would have three different types of bird shot and you would change your choke tube on your choke on every stage. What do you think? You reckon I change the chokes? Like the ammo, I, I can sort of. I reckon you'd be one of those dudes. Dude, I don't I like see. loading handgun mags. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have time for that shit. Like, I got asked today, so what's the rule about having different types of ammo, not, not different types of bird, for instance, on your belt when the match starts? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. I know there's some rule about it must all be the same at, at, at the buzzer start, but I don't know if that's the same in your belt or same in your gun or whatever it's it is. It's like, gun. all I do is I take the ammo that says bird on it. Yes. I put it on my belt. I put it in my gun. I shoot it until it no longer says bird on the course of fire. And then I put the slug with the buck in that's required for that stage. Um, like figuring out how four different types of bird pattern across different distances with the seven different chokes you're going to try and use is just, I can't brain that much. Sounds like maximum effort that. Yeah, no, I can't brain that much. Do, do you do the most important ammunition test of them all? Which one's that? You look at the box and look for the words that say Baskeri. And go, I oh, do not, I do not do that because fact, the only ammo I have in my house says Biscary. You can be in the club. So I don't have to look at the box because I know it says that already. <clears throat> the new Biscary uh, shipment has arrived, by the way. So uh, get in contact with your dealer and, uh, and get your stock now. Um, shotgun ammo has been notoriously hard to find recently. Uh, probably in the past too, but recently has been pretty bad. So uh, get on that while while there is stuff available. Um, really good ammo and redesigned eight pellet buck. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, we we finalised pricing for that on Tuesday, and Mitch has already sold a large chunk of that ammunition. Awesome! It's epic. Yeah, that, that stuff should be should be great. Um, no more of that, uh, this little guy. Don't worry about this little guy. <laughs> <laughs> or as I had today, um, or as Lance had today, 
this little guy and his friend. <laughs> yeah. At least he wasn't lonely. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, they Sorry. were both lost. I don't know where the fuck they went, but. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, we've interrupted you actually being serious. Several times. Sorry, dude. No, it's not a problem. Okay, so one thing that is actually quite a good takeaway from this is that for you guys, what's happened over the last couple of weeks and months is actually life. And sometimes yeah. you can't have everything that you want and you can't be as prepared as you feel like you need to be. Uh, I don't know if that's something that you guys want to talk about, if there's if that's something that you've thought about or had the opportunity to think about during this time. Yeah, I mean, my, my, my plan, so, so my, my move was accelerated and could have happened six weeks earlier than I expected. Um, I, I had all sorts of plans about um, dry firing and practicing and all of that good shit. And then I got, uh, I kind of discovered I was moving two weeks before I needed to move. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, shit happens. You really, it's, it's very easy to go that this is the plan and, and you want to try and stick to it as much as possible. But realistically, sometimes things come up, uh, you know, I mean, I, I work in the, in the firearms industry, so... To be honest, my last month, the biggest thing in our, all of our minds has been the firearms amendment bill. Um, not matches, not anything else. Everything's focused, not even business. Everything's focused on the firearms amendment bill. Um, so between that and a whole lot of other shit, it's it, it's kind of sad, but this, this match has been sort of super low priority. Uh and it, it was never intended to be. I mean, it's a selection match. It's an important match. But with, with all the other shit going on, just there hasn't really been time to prepare. You know, I had two or three weeks to get my house packed up um, while doing all this other shit and, and while dealing with the amendable dealers association stuff and other, as you say, life that gets in the way. Yeah, it's uh, you can't always control stuff. Um, I certainly haven't done the, uh, the level of prep that I wanted to do. As T said, I, I should have been shooting two or three shotgun matches before this happened that were lined up. Um, I helped build one of them on the uh, Friday and then couldn't shoot it on the Saturday, uh, full intention of shooting it, but then couldn't. Um, so yeah, but, I mean, I don't really want to discuss that, but life happens and uh, sometimes things completely out of your control take place and uh, things get put on hold whether you want to or not and uh, i think the way to look at this is <clears throat> you can either pull out of the match and go i am not prepared fuck this or you can go with a slightly more positive attitude where i am not prepared but i've built a baseline skill over the last couple of years that I can rely on. I may not shoot to my potential that I could shoot to if I was better prepared and I had the time to prepare, but I have a baseline skill that'll carry me through a match. Um, even if I'm not you know, super excited by the end result, um, I'm not going to go there and be dead last. And I sure as hell am not going to pull out of the match just because I didn't have the time to, to train the way that I would like to. Um, and, that's going to happen to all of us at some point. At some point, you're going to you're going to have to go to a match where uh, 
you haven't spent the time doing the things that you know you should. Um, and sometimes we haven't spent the time because we were lazy. Sometimes we spent, haven't spent the time because we had a move or we had firearms build changes or a whole host of other things that get in the way. Um, important to not pull out is the, is the thing. Just you know, push through, as Max uh-huh. would say. I, I had I had this sort of really cool plan that what I was going to try and do as a bit of an experiment was for the three weeks before the match was try and shoot because I've got a range at work it, it it does allow me to do this but instead of trying to do big practice sessions was try and shoot like a hundred rounds a day for three weeks um, and just keep all those skills fresh and 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 hopefully one day I'll actually get to do that before a match. <laughs> It would be nice to be able to do that. Um, like I said, you have a range downstairs and still it wasn't possible. Um, yeah. Which I think people need to take into account when they make big plans for how they're going to train for big matches. Um, if a dude that has to walk down the stairs can't do it because time does not allow, um, you may need to start. If you're taking that really seriously, that match, um, and for us, life just happened. But if you're taking it really seriously, maybe plan for life perhaps happening and start your preparation a little bit earlier um, than you think is truly necessary. Um, because there might be gaps in, in the plan that you made where you just can't do it. I think the, the, the challenge here and probably in a lot of places with that is if, you, if you're a one-trick pony, if... if and I don't say that in a disparaging way, but if, if you are someone who only shoots handgun or shotgun or rifle or PCC or mini rifle or fucking PRS or whatever it is you shoot, if you only shoot one discipline, I think that's easier. If 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 you're shooting multiple disciplines, that becomes a lot more challenging um, because you you know, you've, you've been running through the cycle of, of X and now you've got limited time to, to practice Y. Um, and it does, it does add an, an interesting dynamic. Um, you know, like Gaz is, is, is a lot more focused than I am. Gaz is primarily a pistol shooter. Um, so Gaz's year-round schedule is built around and as long as I've known Gaz, he's shot standard. He's, he's shot three different guns or four different guns in that time. But Gaz's shot pistol and standard has been 99% of his focus. Shoots a little bit of rifle now and then. Shoots a little bit of shotgun now and then. Um, one day we'll get him to shoot some PCC. But yeah. Gaz is a pistol shooter. And, and I think there's there's a lot of benefit f- for him for that um, because – if he can't practice for a week or two, it's a week or two out of a year, uh, a year sort of practice. Whereas if you're trying to do multiple things, it becomes a little bit more challenging because when you go, okay, I'm going to finish this pistol match and then I've got these three weeks to focus on shotgun and then I've got to get back to focusing on pistol. Um, if anything interrupts that, it becomes a challenge. This year has also been, now I, I haven't shot all the nationals, uh, I haven't shot any of the, the sort of handgun nationals. I've obviously only shot the, the one shotgun nationals. I am shooting the level four. But if you look at your sort of year so far, T, you had handgun nationals immediately followed by PCC nationals. Um, you had I mean, an injury had to, too. Yeah, I had to pull out of handgun nationals because of the injury. 
No, no, no. But it, it not yeah. not you shot it, but you had handgun nationals, and on the very next day you had PCC nationals. Um, there was then a a short interlude. I can't remember how long it was. Yeah, it was a couple um, weeks. And then you were into shotgun. Um, we're now shotgun this weekend, and in it's three weekends. Then we're into the level four for handgun. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that there is a PCC match after the the, the level four, but I don't uh, know. End of August, we've got another PCC match. Um, and those are selection matches. October, I think we've got September. It might be rifle. I don't pay that any attention. September or October, we've got shotgun again, I think. And then... We've got handgun again, and then they've got to decide that there's an SGM to see when we're going to have PCC again. Yeah, so if you're shooting multi-division or you know, multi-discipline, that's quite a challenging thing to, uh, to prepare for because you can't say, well, I'm taking the next month and I'm just banging pistol because I'm shooting pistol nationals. Uh, newsflash, um, PCC Nationals the day after. So you need to sort of, even if you decide that you're dedicating the, the, the four weeks preceding that match just to pistol, you, you're still going to have to shoot at least some PCC in that time, even if you're not doing high volume uh, or high frequency. You're going to have to do some of it. Um, for guys who then, I don't know people who do this, but if there are guys who do all of this stuff, they also shoot uh, Ipsic rifle and perhaps they shoot PRS or, or clay pigeon or something. That's even more difficult because you're now moving into entirely different sports and you may have um, sort of no gap between important matches because different sports don't pay attention to each other's uh, calendar really. Actually, I, I think this is something that, that I've been thinking for a while, and, and I think it might be quite an interesting thing for our listeners to uh, to post in, in, on the Facebook group. Uh, and it, it's one of those questions where there's no right or wrong answer. It'll just be interesting to, to, to hear guys' feedback. Would you rather be epic at one thing? So, like, and, and, and as I said, this is not a value judgment. Would you rather be like a Gaz who is... I mean, Gaz is good at everything he shoots because he's a cock. But, um, you know, like like Gaz's game is pistol and, and Gaz is a super high-end pistol shooter. Would you rather be super high-end at one thing or would you rather be a contender in multiple divisions? That, w- that would be interesting to see, I think. That would be nice to see some of the listeners come back with that. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to go- see guys' feedback because it's – I don't know which one is harder, to be honest. Um, you know, it's it's on on the face of it, trying to be a contender in multiple divisions is is harder. But I don't know if it is because to to get to the the highest level in one division is going to is is also you know there's that difference between being a ninety percent shooter and being a hundred percent shooter, or even being a ninety five percent shooter and a hundred percent shooter. Um, so yeah, it, it's one of those things. There's, there's not a lot of guys, you know, Demi is a, is a case of one of those guys who shotgun is is fucking brilliant. PCC is really good. Rifle's fucking brilliant. 
and handgun is still a really, really solid shooter. I mean, Demi's a, you know, um, but he's a rarity. But so, yeah, I, I think that'd be quite an interesting discussion. So, so guys, once you've listened to the show, um, and, and as I say, it's not a, we're not asking which is better because I don't think either one is better. Um, we're asking which you would rather do and, and, and flesh out your thoughts. Oh, that will make for interesting discussion. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that before. Um, I would be interesting, interested in seeing what the, the actual outcome of that is. Um, and that's a very different question to if you could only do one thing, what would it be? This is, uh, yeah. if you could do all the things, would you? <laughs> but, yes. You know, look, yeah. I think Gaz and my answer to this question are diametrically opposed. Um, yep. I don't, I don't think I'm necessarily right. I don't think Gaz is necessarily right. Um, I think my answer is right for me, and I think Gaz's answer is right for him. Um, and not putting words in his mouth, I'm pretty sure Gaz's answer to this is he would rather be dominant at one thing. Um, sure. And he is. Um, and as I say, that's not to say Gaz doesn't shoot anything else, but but Gaz's focus is, is on being the best standard pistol shooter um, in the world. That's That's kind of what Gaz's focus is on. Um, I, I don't, you know, I, 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 I fuck around with a whole lot of things, but it's, I don't just, I don't fuck around with them. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pushing hard at, at multiple things. Um, and, and that does mean that, that every, you know, each individual one suffers a little bit. Um, it means for me and the way my brain works, if, if I did what Gaz did, I probably would have stopped shooting three years ago. Um, and once again, that's not a value judgment. That's just Gaz is a lot more focused than I am. Um, I, 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 I probably would have gotten bored if, if, if I was trying just to work at one thing all the time. I mean, I've changed pistol division. I don't know how many times. Um, but I think it'll be an interesting discussion. So whoever listens to the show first, um, We'll, we'll get a prize. You'll get a, a hug from Kone. Um They are good hugs. He does give a pretty good hug. Uh, so whoever listens to this first, start start a thread in the Welcome to the Gun Show group um, about this and uh, and tell us what you think and, and and put your comments in, guys. And, and once again, there's, there's no right or wrong answer here. There's, there's no – it doesn't need to be an argument. This isn't gun science. You don't have to me- dick measure or anything. Um <laughs> Tell us what you think and why you think it. I think we have a fun chat. We we recommend no dick measuring. Um, don't do it. I mean, we once again we don't judge nor do we kink shame, but we do have our preferences. Yes, and my preference is not see you measuring your dick. So, <laughs> what do you like to see them doing to their dick? <laughs> not measuring, <laughs> as we as we explained earlier. Whether you stick it in the hedges or you trim the hedges, it looks no fucking different. <laughs> I know this because I tried with a shotgun. <laughs> so we don't need that in the group. I've done the science. Trust me. <laughs> the science. So, Gaz, kind of back to the uh, to the original sort of topic of. of oh, sorry. I, I don't want to say last minute. No, no, no. T, it's it, it's great. I, I don't mean to like sidetrack. I just. I want to ask guys some questions. I sidetrack. You're, you're bringing us back on topic. <laughs> so not really quite last minute, but 
I mean, you mentioned that you should be hydrating already. Um, you should probably, if you're not me and T, be in match mode, dry fire. Um, yeah. You said you need to have your equipment ready. What does that mean? So you have your ammo set aside. You've, If it's a sport where you need to case gauge uh, ammo, you've made sure that your, your ammo is case gauged and sort of chronographed and ready to go. Um, does that include things like checking batteries on devices and making sure you have spares and that kind of stuff? Or Yeah, so that that's going to cover all of those sort of things. So you're going to make sure that any batteries that need to be replaced is replaced. Um, if you're in a position where you're lucky enough to have a backup gun, you want to make sure that both of your guns are, are prepared and maintained. So uh, make sure that the gun that you're going to use as your primary match gun has been maintained. Any parts that may break have been replaced, whether they're broken or not. And then making sure that your backup guns had a very similar treatment to it. And over and above that, you want to make sure that you've got additional spare parts for each gun. Should you have your match gun go down, you can switch over. But then that night, if it's a multiple day match, you can repair the one that went down and then you back up to having two guns again. So you want to make sure that all of those precautionary measures are taken care of. And then other things that I would like to throw in that aren't directly related to the shooting, but could definitely throw some sort of stress or spanner in your works is making sure that your accommodation is organized and set up properly. Most of the nationals that we're shooting these days are away for us, for example. So if you are shooting in a different province, make sure your accommodation sorted out. Make sure you've got some sort of plan of action for making sure that you're going to have enough fluids and nutrition and the correct nutrition when you're on the range. And that your your meals are sort of sorted out if you've got a good idea on what you're going to do for that while you're there. So you want to make sure that everything's basically prepared for when you get there so that there's no last minute stresses that can wobble you, shall we say. Yeah, we, we've had this, not this discussion, but we've had sort of a similar discussion with, uh, we had a, the chat with Jay. Um, you need to have your nutrition figured out ahead of time and if you're shooting the match this weekend, it might be a little bit late to figure that stuff out. Just go buy all the shit you want to eat. Um, but you should be experimenting in smaller matches with um, sort of food and drink to see what works for you. Um, some guys live in, and I, I like a monster before I shoot a match, but I can't drink monster the whole day. Um, I need to switch over to, to something that isn't sugary. Um, you need to you know. You go with the non-sugary monsters. Is that what you're saying? Yes. So yeah, you have a white monster. <laughs> Even though I, I did have someone, uh, Hayden, thank you. After last week's episode, the week before's episode, when I mentioned the Mountain Dew, get this message on 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 like Facebook Messenger going, dude, if you want to try all the Mountain Dews, there's a shop in Laudium that has all <laughs> the Mountain Dews. They import the energy drinks. They they bring all of it in. Just no stop in there. I'm like. Thank you. I might go do that. But I'm not going to do that before this match because then I'll be tempted to drink a whole bunch of shit that I've never had before at the match, which could be bad. Um, you should have your 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 drinks figured out. Um, whether you need to have water or whether you need to have something like Energade um, or Monster if you're that way inclined. Or see, I was going to say, um, spoiler alert: you need both. <laughs> yes. No. No. But but you need to know that you. Some people can't have the monster at all. So you need to know that, no, I can't do the, the. I'm sorry for those people. I feel just, you. I won't, just I won't think about monster before a match. Think I about have. giving Nikki a monster. Oh, 
That would be funny as fuck. <laughs> but not Maxi, very productive for him. Maxi, if you're listening, we need to make this happen. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, you need to have that stuff okay. figured out. Sorry, T? Sorry, dude. No, I, no? So, Gaz, you won't drink a monster before a match? No. Do you normally drink monsters? Is it something you drink quite often? or I'll have some monsters during the week or something like that. Um, but I won't drink Monster the day before or the day of a match or the weekend of a match. What? Fuck. Yeah. Too much but, caffeine, too much sugar. I, I, I don't understand that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> now, coffee I can do. That's not a problem. But Monster, Red Bull, that sort of stuff I'll stay away from. I won't drink Monster before a match because this is this is my voice. This is not like an internet problem. I won't drink Monster before a match because too much caffeine. I will drink eight cups of coffee. <laughs> no, I, I even have less coffee. What the fuck is wrong with you, boy? <laughs> Lots. Well, that's <laughs> well presented. I can't really argue with that. Um the other thing that you need to have figured out other than your, 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 your drinks and how regular you need to have it. And like we said in the previous episode, sort of one drink per stage is sort of a, a, a relatively good gauge. Um, yes. One of those, one of those per stage yes. would make performance better. I can confirm to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. King of the Auras this weekend. I have <laughs> instruction. That I must have one of these estates. Yes, it's not my blessing. It's it's literally a, it's a written instruction. I will write it down for you on this piece of paper. So if if you have signed up for the video version of the show, you know what we're talking about. Yes, all zero of you. So <laughs> <laughs> on purpose, all zero of you. Um, you need to have your sort of nutrition figured out too. Um, should you eat before you go to the match? Are you going to eat at the match before you start the match? Are you just going to nibble on stuff throughout the whole day and never have a big meal? So breakfast or, or lunch. Um, lots of guys, I know T is one of these, uh, where he won't eat lunch until, he won't have a second meal until the match is over. He will, however, have breakfast in the morning before he starts shooting. Um, because it's sort of a balance between being sluggish in the middle of the day or just being sluggish the whole day. So, <laughs> yeah, if, if I don't eat breakfast, I'm like, it's weird. I don't eat breakfast during the week. And I know everyone says, like, do, do at a match what you do norm normally during the week, um, except I don't really shoot that much in my office. Um, but if, if I don't have breakfast at a match, I can feel it for the, until I eat something, I can see it on those stages. Uh, but yeah, if, if you sit down and you have a great big fucking cheeseburger or whatever for lunch, you're done for the rest of the day. So yeah, like Golden City match, off. yeah, Golden City match like we were this weekend, I'll have something to eat in the morning. I'll have some bultong or something with me. Um, and then when I'm done shooting, I'll have one of the Ferrana's chicken burgers. Yes. Those are good. That, that is the way. Mm. Um some other stuff not nutrition related that you guys need to consider doing if you're applying any form of anti-fog to your shooting glasses you should depending on what style it is you should probably be doing that already um some of them need some time to dry and then you rub it back off um if you're using like the zeiss uh anti-fog sort of wet wipes uh, make sure you pack those I've seen guys show up at matches going, I normally use these things. Does anyone have any? And everyone's like, the fuck are you talking about? 
so if if you're doing anything specific to your 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 sort of shooting paraphernalia, so your uh, your ear protection, your eye protection, or whatever, um, make sure you have that stuff. If you and this is specifically for shotgun, if you're shooting with gloves, make sure that you take your gloves and make sure you have spare gloves. I've literally seen guys burn through gloves shooting shotguns on like stage two. And then for the rest of the day, you're just burning through your hand uh, because no one else has a spare set of gloves because, you know, you should have brought gloves. Sorry, dude. Um, if you're wise, you will put the uh, patent pending uh, Welcome to Gun Show um, shotgun tape on your gun so you don't burn. Um, and if you call in the next 15 minutes, I won't answer. <laughs> <laughs> He says that, but in reality, it doesn't matter when you call. <laughs> I answer your calls. No, no, it doesn't matter when they call. That's no, true. I, I didn't say it doesn't I matter when I call. Calls. It doesn't matter when no, they answer Gaz's calls. I even this normally is true. answer Max's calls. This is true. Twice. But the rest of you, fuck off. I don't care. Send me a text. Specifically for shotgun T, is there anything else that you take? With, I mean, you take a belt, you take right. ammo, you take make sure a gun. You put your rig. Make make sure you've got a cart. Um, make sure you've got. Don't go to a match that requires ten eight rounds of slug with ten fucking slugs. It's just done. Why not? Over it's two more than I need. That's a whole twenty percent over what the match required. Yeah, you're not thinking like a classic shooter there, T. I mean, no, I suppose that's sorry. the wrong way around. It's more than twenty percent. It's if you take 10, it's 25%. It's 25%, yeah. Yeah, yeah more than the match required. I see guys all the time doing the whole, well, if I have to reshoot the stage, I, I'm just not going to reshoot it. Well, if you have to reshoot the stage, you have to reshoot the stage. Um, or you're going to get a zero score. Yeah, you're um, not going to get your previous score. Yeah. So check with shotgun, especially. I see this all the time. I guy will pitch up at a match with a box of slugs that's virgin and open it for the first time at the match and shoot it and wonder why his gun doesn't work or he doesn't know where he shoots it or where it shoots. So check that. Um, make sure you've got enough of the weird ammo, so the buck and slug, that if you have to do a reshoot, you can do it. Um, and and I've, I've also, I saw it again this weekend, a good shooter, Pitches up on the line on a on I think it was a it was an eight round buck or slug stage, with the nine rounds in their gun and one round on the on the match saver, and no rig because no, uh, I'm I'm faster like this. It's like well, if anything goes wrong, you're you're kind of you're Not going faster. from shooting uh, 50-60% because you had to do a reload to shooting a 10% or less um, because you didn't, because you couldn't finish the stage. So don't, don't be silly. Check your rig um, and make sure that nothing's cracked, nothing's broken, um, you know, especially on some of the other rigs uh, that aren't Nexus Pro. Um, I was about to mention that. So not just the checking that stuff isn't uh, broken, if you're shooting some of the other rigs, make sure that you pack the tools. You pack the tools that yeah. you need to adjust your rig between different ammo types. Um, we had at the PE National some guys running around going, 
have you got one of the um, whatever for me so I can adjust my rig? And it's like, I'm from Joburg. We're in PE. I flew with absolutely fuck all that I didn't need. <laughs> in fact, I might have left stuff back at home that I fucking needed, but I was exactly. flying. So like, you know, it's, I don't I don't happen to have a 10 mil spanner for you. Um, Obviously, I, if you're shooting shotgun and you're shooting standard or standard manual or, or modified, Look at your rig. If it's not a Nexus Pro, throw it away. Buy a Nexus Pro. Um. I mean, I have it on good authority that if you listen to this show and then immediately call the guys from uh, Rocksteady Gear, they will have a rig to you before the match this weekend. Yes. Time yes. travel. To the ministry of time travel. Um, <laughs> make sure you've got um, clothing to cover uh, various sort of um, uh, weather conditions. You know, at the moment, it's freaking cold. It's cold enough that I'm shooting in long pants. Um, wow. Exactly, I know. Um, but make sure you've got – and make sure it's stuff that you can strip off easily as well because I occasionally see guys who pitch up at the range and they've got the thermal underwear and, the you know, and, and multiple layers on. And that's fantastic at, at 8 o'clock in the morning or 7 o'clock in the morning when it's fucking freezing. And at 11 o'clock when you're standing in the sun, um, it becomes less pleasant. So be able to adapt with that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's the normal stuff. I think uh, I think we all know, we, we all know where we have failed um, in our preparation. Um, so there's no way we can, und- it's too late to undo any of that. I mean, I'll probably try and shoot two cases of shotgun ammo tomorrow because, you know, It'll make me feel better. Um. <laughs> it's it's condensed preparation. That's that's someone six months of preparation condensed into an hour. I still need to decide what gun I'm going to shoot at the match. Um. <laughs> Is the uh, the pro cut? Yeah, the pro's cut, and it got a match over yesterday. Um. So I just need to collect it. Then I've got to put the pro fleet plate back in the pro and put the pro tube back in the pro. Um, but I can do that in the morning. So I might just do that. That that might but be worth it. And then you can then you can practice with that. Well practice. You can shoot two cases of ammo with that tomorrow. That's cool. And uh, get get it um, acquainted with it. Yeah. Or better acquainted with it. And yeah. then you'll be ready for the for the main event. Um Gaz. Hmm. What haven't we mentioned that you do before a big match? He practices. Other than the practice, is there anything <laughs> else that you're 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 packing or anything specific that you're doing? No, I think we've covered just about everything that I would typically be doing, sort of broad spectrum. But a lot of the stuff that you want to be doing is making sure that you're going to be comfortable um, with whatever you have. You know, so if you feel like I don't know, let's say it's a 400-round match and you feel more comfortable having 800 rounds there instead of 600, take 800 rounds. You've got to cart it around. Um, you know, so make sure that you're comfortable and that you've got more than enough. So if you think you need X, but you feel like you might need a little bit more than X, take a little bit more than X. It will never hurt you, but it will hurt you not enough not to have enough. Yeah. And uh, carting stuff around is not that bad. Um if I had to carry stuff in a in a range bag and carry it, I might be more reluctant to take uh, uh, significantly more than I think I need. 
but carting stuff around is fine. Yeah. Take it's more, it's, it's better. Yeah. Um, I think in closing, or sort of my final thoughts um, would be that you guys have had life happen. And one of the most important things to take from that is that there's nothing you can do to change whatever's happened, but there's a lot of skill that you can rely on for the weekend. Um, so you're as prepared as you can be, and you can choose to let the air quotes unpreparedness have a bigger effect than what it actually has, or you can choose to have it not have that, that significant effect. So I'm wishing you guys good luck for the weekend. Knock them dead. Have fun. Thank you, Jess. Thanks, dude. We're going to miss you since you can't come and, and, you know, pop your head in and come say hi and all those things because of, uh, you know, the Rona times. Yeah. Um, I'll send you guys hearts. Okay. Awesome. Aww. Awesome. Um, some, some final things from me. Um, if you've never shot in the range that you're going to shoot at, um, try and stop by there the day before. Um, now you're, you're currently under Rona regulations and things. You can't actually enter the range. You can't watch the pre-match shoot and all that kind of stuff, but at least get yourself to the gate of the range you're shooting at. Um, I have, uh, seen guys who, who haven't done that where they show up in a panic, you know, 20 minutes after the match started because they got lost or they took a wrong turn or they thought the match was somewhere else and make sure you know where the match is happening and make sure you know how to get there. Arrive early um, because shit happens. If you get a roadblock on the road or whatever, no, arrival, plan to arrive a little bit early. T-Bag's looking at me like, what is an early? Yes, um, what is this word you use? He, he's a prime example of why we say this. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, don't do, this is, this is the kind of show where it is do as we say, don't do as we do. No, I arrive early, but don't do as Derek does. <laughs> uh, I, I can remember a few matches. Which fact, matches? White River. I arrived in time for White River. Because they waited. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, after I said, Corn's on his way, I'm sure he'll be here soon. I've just spoken to him. Yeah, no, I, I arrived in time for that match because someone said Corn will be here soon and they waited. I mean, I mean, for the record, Corn is generally early, and I am generally just in time to be there when I get there. <laughs> Checks out. So know where you're shooting. Show up on time. Um, know where you're starting. You may not exact. You may not know the range, but at least know the range number that you're starting on, so you can figure out where to go when you get there. And then a final thing, as I learned at the last level four. Before you sort of wander off to your range to go and get ready for the match, make sure that all the shit that needs to be in your trolley is in your trolley. Um, I'm referring specifically to EarPro, um, which I left in the car. And then I had to run from the other fucking side of the Polokwane range back to the parking lot to fetch my stuff as the walkthrough started. And I think it was like second on the line or something. So I arrived tired. And pissed off back at the range where <laughs> I had to shoot. And if you haven't shot the Polokwane range, to give you an idea of how big it is, at shotgun and rifle matches, we drive from stage to stage. It is fuck big. That was not technical fun. term. Fuck big. I think the no. one handgun, my my first handgun nationals at that range on the first day I walked 15 Ks. 
Mm. Yep. I seem to recall that that was not uncommon for every single day of the year level four. Yeah. Um, So check your shit before you, like um, Golden City, realistically, it's not a sort of arduous journey back to your car. But Polokwane really is. So, <laughs> but but even at, even at a Golden City, it's a ball like. Yeah, if you're, you're first in the line, you're fucked. Sorry, dude. No, no, no. We were saying the same thing. Exactly. So check your stuff when you pack it into your trolley or into a range bag or whatever. Make sure you've got everything. Um. Very last thing, and then I'm going to hand over to T for his closing thoughts. If you know that you're going to start. Sh- shooting a specific ammo type for your shotgun match, stick the right choke in for that ammo type the day before. Um, it's just going to make things easier. You're going to potentially be uh, trying to figure out stage plans and things, and then you end up shooting your uh, your bird shot through a full choke because you forgot to, to like swap it, and now you're aiming everything like a rifle. Um, as Lance can tell you about, because we did the experiment today. So... Take the take the sort of two minutes it takes to do that and, and get it done. T-Bag? Um, yeah, my advice is just don't do any practice or anything. Pull all your shit together, stop at a petrol station on the way to the range and try and buy some Cokes and some Sweeties. Uh, and I'm sure you'll be fine. <laughs> you forgot Monster. If you don't That's have the Monster sweeties. already, you shouldn't be listening to the show. <laughs> But my, my, new, to, my new favorite is to tune out. Yeah, exactly. Gaz, you're definitely not in the club. Uh, okay. My new favorite of the USN energy, energy drinks. They've got some really nice sugar-free options. I haven't um, tried any of those. No, oh, no. The pink one is awesome. It tastes like pink stuff. Um, <laughs> it tastes really pink. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes really pink. And the green one tastes like cream soda with caffeine and taurine. It's fantastic. I should definitely get some of that because I like cream soda. Me too. Um, yeah, I think we probably should wrap this up because Corn uh, has very limited time to edit this. Uh, Gaz, thanks for being a voice of reason in this. Um, and I think Gaz has shared a lot of really useful information. Corn um, and I, as usual, have spoken a whole lot of shit. Um, but gas has been exceptionally helpful. So thank you, Gaz. Um, no stress. He was extra helpful when he said, look at what corn and tea have done. If you do the exact opposite, you'll be fine. Exactly. <laughs> when did that come up? <laughs> well, you, you sort of implied it with the visualization oh. and the drive fire and the match mode and the, oh. the no caffeine and no monster. and <laughs> Different strokes. <laughs> Yes. Do you want to tell everyone how to get into the club? Yes, of course. So, as as usual, we're thankful for all of the support and listeners that we've got. Um, we're glad that everyone's enjoying the content that's being put out. And we also would like to thank all the guys that have put in submissions for Drill of the Month. Uh, keep those rolling in. I haven't had a chance to do mine yet, but I'll want to try and get it done either on Saturday or I'll get it done on Tuesday. And then I'll do it again after that too, as well for you, T. Good, good. So um, right now, if you want to be part of the um, club, you need to just uh, get your submission into the necessary channels for the amendments bill. 
And uh, as always, minimum of five-star rating will get you into the club. And that's honorary membership if you do both things. And on that bombshell, later losers. <laughs>